Hello, guys. This is Jenna here with Physiotherapy Performance Perspectives. I'm interviewing Megan Ross, who is a fabulous singer, actor, dancer. We met, oh God, when did we meet? Oh my gosh, I feel was like it, it all was shook up. Long ago, I believe, yes. It yeah. Was all shook up. Which and was we, how many years ago? Yeah. And it was one of those like someone quickly introduces you and you're like, oh, hey, nice to meet you. Yes. And you just kind of move on with your life. And you have no idea that you might actually significantly bond with this person, yes. time, which is literally what happened. With what them. happened, exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> Megan. Megan has proven to just be a person, a, a real big driving force for what I do as a, as a physical therapist because of her perseverance with what she's going through. So Megan, I mean, so first, she's not just this person with this disease. So I need to say that that's very important, but this is just part of her story and what she has been dealing with most recently. So would you mind talking about yes. your adventure with, uh, Limothy, the Lyme disease. Yes, Lyme disease. Okay, so back in December, I was finishing up a show. Um, I was doing Beauty and the Beast, and you know, during the run of the show, I just felt kind of off. I, I felt like, am I having hot flashes? Like, what's happening to me? Um, I just felt my body wasn't the same. Usually, um, I am able to like get through two show days and usually I, I feel good and like I have lots of energy, but just something was off. So my last week of shows, I ended up having to call out and my understudy had to go on and I was so disappointed. I went from doctor to doctor and they tested me for the flu. They tested me for, you know, strep throat, strep throat came back positive. I don't have tonsils, really bizarre. Um, just all these really weird things happening to me. And sorry, that's our washing machine. Oh, actually, we can hardly hear it. If, if you guys are wondering, okay. when you're using very inexpensive sound methods, you can't hear it. Anyway, Great. continue. Great, it's like my whole apartment's shaking. Yeah, um, not here so, at all. So um, I went from doctor to doctor, and nobody could give me an answer. Um, and I just felt so sick. I noticed that each day went on, I felt more weak. I felt. Um, like I was losing strength. Um, the last week of shows, I, I could barely stand up on my own. I couldn't, um, you know, really do any of my whole necklace. Well. Yeah, her necklace just fell up while she's talking. I could hardly do that as my necklace just kind of broke <laughs> as I'm talking. What is happening to my life? <laughs> If that doesn't resemble like what happened to me, then I don't know what's up. <laughs> yeah, you're just Literally. doing your thing and the, and yeah. the, the necklace falls off. Yes. The necklace falling off. <laughs> That's pretty much what happened. So one morning I woke up and I just couldn't breathe. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't even walk to the bathroom. I couldn't brush my hair. Um, I took, you know, almost like I felt like I took for granted what I had. Um, and I had to leave the show. It was my last week. I had a call out. I said, you know what? I have to do what's best for, for my health. So I started going to specialists. I started going to um, asthma and allergy. I went to pulmonologist. I was getting pricked, prodded. I was going from hospital to hospital. Nobody could find out what was wrong with me. Then I went to a rheumatologist, and the rheumatologist found that my ANA was really high. What's ANA? Your antibodies. So it was like abnormally high, like 10 times higher than what the normal person should be. Something was really wrong. Something was really off. Everything was coming back normal, all of my numbers, except for that. So my parents said, you know, my parents have been so supportive of me. Um, I'm very lucky to be in my 20s and have parents that 
you know, fully love and encourage me. So um, I went to the Cleveland Clinic Hospital and I flew down to Florida. My um, cardiologist said, you know what, Megan, let's not mess around with this. Let's get you to the best of the best hospital. So I ended up flying down to the Cleveland Clinic and they ran a bunch of blood work, ran tests, everything came back normal again. I'm like, great, this is insane. I still don't know what's wrong with me. We're going on three months on this just like unknown disease and we have no idea what it is. So I finally get back some blood work, um, an extra um, test that they ran at the Cleveland Clinic. I get it back here in New York. Um, I get the results back and it says that I have Lyme disease or one of the Lyme numbers were um, higher than normal, but it didn't come back positive. So <laughs> my doctor said, you know what? You don't have it. You just have, you probably were exposed to it like later, um, you know, maybe years ago, you were probably exposed. So um, I, I ended up seeing a Lyme specialist, um, a, another autoimmune doctor, and they said, you know what, let's just run all this house again. Let's run everything. Let's, let's, you know, check your numbers. And what happened was basically um, it all came back positive. It was through the roof. I had full-blown Lyme disease. I never remember getting bit by a tick. I never remember anything, but I had all these weird symptoms. Like I couldn't dance anymore. I couldn't sing. I was losing my voice. Oh I yeah. I remember we would try to even after yeah. you, there were days where like, I can't talk right now. I'm not, it's because it's I didn't have enough breathe. air. I was, mm-hmm. di- and I still have moments like I'll talk. You'll notice like I'll talk for long periods of time and I'll have trouble, you know, like getting enough air. I'm definitely getting much, much better. I'm singing again. I'm slowly like moving and, and walking and going to the gym and, you know, going, I couldn't go up and down stairs. I I couldn't, you know, do things on my own. I couldn't cook. I couldn't, it it was so scary. It really was to be somebody who was performing and dancing six hours a day to having everything like my necklace just ripped off. Like I just felt like my life, like it just ripped. It completely ripped. And it was the most devastating experience of my entire life um, to have doctors tell you that you're crazy, to have doctors tell you that you have severe anxiety, that you should get mental help. When I had a real disease, I had something that was actually wrong. And I think that Lyme disease, people kind of brush it off and think, oh, you can just take antibiotics and be fine. No, I could have a year reco- you know, recovery for this. And it really is, it's unknown. There is really no cure to Lyme disease. Um, there's no way of really knowing if this will be something that I will carry with me for the rest of my life. One little bug bite affected everything. But the way that I look at it is I'm trying to look at it from a positive perspective. And you know what, this is going to make me a stronger performer. I'm going to have a story to to share with the entire world. And that's a blessing to me. Yeah. I can look at it like that this was the worst thing that could ever happen to me, or I can look at it and say, you know what? I grew from this. I'm going to be stronger. And everyone has their own story. But I I want to spread more awareness of Lyme disease because I think people sometimes can go years without knowing. I know some people that went years without knowing that they had it. And it's just just trying to push through. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. I can't imagine going through years and you're just going, I just lost my breath today. So I just need to sit and lay and breathe. Yeah. It's a really scary thing. You get some really weird side effects. Um, Then they they had treated me. I went on this medication that actually made you feel a lot worse. Um, I went completely blurred in my eyes and I couldn't read. Um, I couldn't see. I was seeing double 
Um, every time I would take the medication, I would pass out or on the verge of fainting. Um, I couldn't feel my legs and hands. I couldn't hold a water bottle. I couldn't like walk or stand up. I'm somebody that does triple pirouettes and cartwheels and, and all that kind of stuff. And then yeah, I've seen you. <laughs> I've seen you. From all Chicago. Uh -huh. All over the place. Yeah. Yeah. So to go from doing that to having nothing, it was really, um, it was very devastating. Yeah. How were you have this amazing supportive family, obviously, yeah. which I just love. I love that you have that. I love that you have access yeah. to the healthcare you need. Not everybody has that. Hence, I, I think honestly, their delay and in finding out what's going on. So for you, how has the journey been in this with how you've been treated by other performers? Right. So we're going to do this as like in comparison to other injuries because we talked about this. So I, but I want to oh, get we into did. this. We, yeah. we talked about this. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's funny because when um, I had that issue in Beauty and the Beast, actually the cast was so encouraging and so amazing. You know, at the time they thought I was contagious. Like I had the flu or something. So they, they were all like, call out, like stay home. Like, but they were so great. Like my stage manager would get me like ice packs. And like, I had such a great community at that time. Um, I'm so grateful for it. All I have to say, out of all my friends, like I categorize like college friends, high school friends, theater friends. I have to say my theater friends have been the most encouraging. Amazing. The most supportive and the most caring and kind and always checking on me, always texting me, calling me. How are you doing? My coach, my vocal coach, he is the most amazing human I've ever met. He probably texts me once every few days to make sure that I'm doing okay and to encourage me to keep going, to encourage me to, you know, I know. I, up. I just think that's so beautiful. Uh, not everybody has. That's amazing. That's amazing. I know, and it's so hard to find. Like, truly, it's so hard to find um, a support system like that, especially in this business, because trust me, like, I have had my fair share of people in this business that do not care and are bullies and mean and not encouraging. But I think that maybe my friends know that that's how I would be and I would give them that support and encouragement. So to get that from them just means so much to me at a time where my life was just crumbling. It was falling apart, seeing my friends booking shows and me just sitting here like, I want to sing, but I can't. You know what I mean? Um, mm -hmm just so hard to want to be there so bad. I had to turn down opportunities, some big ones. Like I can't even tell you, I watched some of my dreams just literally walk away and it was really hard. It was really hard. Um, it was, it was devastating. And doing Beauty and the Beast, doing that show, I was understanding Belle at the time. And I'm thinking to myself, like, I'm so sick. Like what's going to happen if I have to go on? Um, which has never happened. Like I've happened to me ever. Um, Right. I've swung and, you know, I've performed for years. I've never had to worry about that. So it was really scary. Um, scary how one little bug bite kind of changed my whole life. Yeah. And it's not like you're going to notice. Even Spider-Man didn't notice his spider bite. So in I, every version, every version, he doesn't notice. I know. And I'm like looking at myself. I'm like, I don't see any rings or anything. I mean, you're supposed to see this like bullseye. It could have been on your back. Yeah. You know, like my head and my hair, who knows? In your scalp. Yeah. It could be so many places. We, you know, in your butthole. I mean, yeah. for reals, man. I don't look Literally. there. Literally. 
Who knows? I mean, it's en- endless. Knows? I also just want yeah. to say butthole. <laughs> um, <laughs> Why not lighten it up? <laughs> when, when in Rome. So, or when in butthole. Uh, so for you, I love, so I love that you're getting all the support. That's really, really huge. Would you mind comparing it to where it was not a supportive environment? Because I think it's important. And since you feel comfortable um, yeah. talking about it, talking, saying these things, because we get very scared saying it. And I think your experience when this has happened is so far out that it's a safer yes. time for you to talk about it. Yes. Whereas if say it was the Beauty and the Beast cast, you'd be like, I can't say yes. it. So yeah. if you wouldn't mind. Do you mean in the past, like um, uh, when you've been hurt or injured or something yes, you know, yes. normal that happens to everyone? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So um, this is kind of something that I've, I've faced a lot in my life. I'm not sure why. I don't know if it's just maybe because uh, it's just who I am as a person. I don't know why it always happens to me, but it does. Um, so a few contracts ago, I won't say specifically, but a few. Right, absolutely. Ago, mm-hmm. Um, maybe two years ago, I had injured my shoulder and, um, I happened to be swinging on for a track that I've never sung before. And, um, I was dealing with like a lot of pain in my shoulder, but I'm the type of person that's like rain or shine, throwing up or not, I will be there. I will be on stage. So, um, I remember that day was just so hard for me and the girls in the dressing room were always kind of giving me a hard time. Um, I'm not really sure why, but um they just would always give me a hard time and I was actually bullied I was targeted I I had some things said to me that were so unkind that I had to go to management about I had to go to stage management about um and I'm just thinking to myself why do we have to be like this why in this community where we're all on the same page and on the same team why do we have to feed that negativity you know I I I couldn't really understand. And if somebody in my cast was injured, I would do everything I could to be encouraging, be supportive and say, what do you need? What can I do to help you? You know what I mean? Right, because you're not the one who's hurt. Right. We're all on the same team. So why should we fight? I I remember this specific person was actually telling them, I want to go on for her. Like, get, you know, like, take her track away. She can't do it. Like, take her track away. Um, and I didn't call out of the show because I was still able to perform and I was still able to, but, um, you know, I've just, I've had some really interesting and weird, bizarre things happen to me. Really bizarre. Um, I've, I've been physically touched in the dressing room. I have had headphones pull out of my, yanked out of my ears. Um, I have had some terrible things said, like terrible things said to me, um, that I, I don't belong in the theater because I'm a local, um, that I should go back home. I'm not a real New York City actor. I mean, just to have other women in my cast, in our cast, <laughs> say that to me, it's just, it blows my mind. Um, and I can't, I can't understand why. Um, and the way that I handle it is that, you know what? Maybe it's my job to spread more light then. It's my job to spread more kindness and more light because maybe that's what the cast needs. You know what I mean? If everybody was like that, oh my gosh. I mean, who would want to work in that environment? You know what I mean? So it's hard. It's, it's a very hard thing. Um, it's, was it a younger, was it a younger group? What were their age? What was the age range ish? No, they were, they were my age. They were in their twenties. One girl was older than me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I'll share what I I had an experience 
where it was uh, the same show with the same theater company and it was in one state. And then a few months later, it was in a different state, same show, yeah. same company. And they, they, I, I was definitely not an insider, but I wasn't a full, no, I was an outsider the first round, but then I still had to go, you know, months later to the next round. Right. Which honestly sucked, you know, knowing what you're going to get into. Right. And when I, so when we went to the next round, uh, the, the first round, we were all in a big cast house together. The second round, you people chose who they stayed with. So I ended up being in the house with people where we were kind of, it's, it, I was a leftover, you know, we all like, that's who was left out of the females and we were together all, right. I mean, honestly, looking back, I was in a great house of people, really uh, genuinely cool people. My roommate was killer. She ended up being coming a physical therapist herself. Uh, wow. I should call her, but um, no, I'm thinking like, huh. but um, but the the other girls just you know of course room together and they got the nickname from uh, some of the boys in the cast as the Heather's to best describe how they were. They were right. mean, 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 mean. And then if there was anything said against what they said or in defense or whatever, um, uh, it, it was it was used as, oh, you know, kind of like, but you're a douche. And so yeah. there, I remember one time, and this is a perfect example. It, it, it's, I swear to God, when it was happening, I, I didn't have this, this insight, but looking back, I'm going, was I in a movie? Was I on camera? Because it <laughs> feel like it, it was a clip for a movie. Yes, so, that's how it feels. So I baked cookies for one of the mean girls. It was her birthday. I baked her some cookies. Oh, so sweet. And I, I was sticking to a very, very strict meal plan at the time. Um, and it was helping me stay out of an eating disorder, blah, blah, blah. There's a lot right. of history behind that. We all have our stories. So anyway, right. so um, it was a very unusual thing for me to give to anyone, let alone, you know, put my hands on. Yeah. And she started asking me questions because what I did is I got, it was a pre-made thing. You just like put it on the pan and you bake it. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It starts asking me questions on what kind of bowl did you use? Because she was judging me on the fact that I didn't bake it from scratch. And I, in that moment was like, I need to hide this fact from her because it was so awkward. I couldn't believe that that was what, wouldn't you just like it? Like I made these for yeah. you. Like, like oh, because I did it the easy way. That means it's time to start questioning me to devalue what I did because I'm an asshole now. It was it was absolutely unbelievable. She was like asking me what bowl, and it was just uh, like looking back. It was it's it's obscene. But people can get like this, and and it was just. Ugh. And then, whereas, you know, and it was funny because my roommate was also an outcast in, in the cast as well, which was ridiculous because she's similar to you, actually one of the nicest people in the world. She's oh. so nice. I know my, my personality is like oil and vinegar because of just my high energy. I know it's not for everyone, yes. but for her, like she is just an angel. Oh, Aww. it's a beacon of light, a human being. And there was a point where they were just ganging up on her and I defended and she just went on the like graceful route. And I was like, <laughs> back, just, I, I was done. I was so done because she wasn't in the room. So they felt comfortable saying this stuff. And I, I was like, I'm not going to, you're wrong. Like, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it was all because one of the girls, she wanted her friend to be in the cast, but then uh, this girl who's my roommate said yes, which took away the opportunity for a friend. I'm like, are you kidding? 
Like that's ridiculous. If I was in, in her shoes, I would have said yes too. everybody wants a gig. Like, what are you talking about? Like, Oh Oh my gosh. That's awful. I I can't even believe that. I can't, but it happens. And we don't talk about it often because you're afraid about people down the line and everything. But I mean, there's gotta be, uh, if we're not talking about it or uh, openly when this shit does happen, how is it going to end? Because we're right. always painting. When will it end? Because yeah. we're, we're always painting it, going like, it's okay. I'm like, no, it's not. It's yes, there not. are amazing casts. I've been in a lot of great casts where I love mm-hmm. them, but I've also worked with shitheads. You know? I, yep. So, you know, so for, for you really. with this Lyme disease, I, I'm just so grateful, especially because this is so horrendous that you had such uh-huh. a supportive environment, but you and oh I both gosh, know amazing. that if you went back into a gig too soon, not only is it where you're going, Ooh, I don't know about my body. They would be judging you for coming yes. in and not knowing about your body. Yes. And you know what, Jenna, I, I really questioned whether or not I wanted to share in social media. Um, As you know, I have a blog and um, I really questioned whether or not I wanted to share it on social media. I was frightened. I was worried that down the line, this would affect me booking work. This would affect, you know, casting directors, our friends with me on Facebook. But you know what? I said, if they know who I am as a person, how hard I work and, and that I can overcome anything, then they will want me in their show because, you know, what? I actually have more layers to me now. I have more layers. I have more layers to who I am as a person. And I really was so concerned and so emotional and so stressed and worried. You know, I would ask my coach, should I post about it? What should I do? You know, he, not only it was he my, is he my vocal coach, I also feel like he's also my career coach. Um, he has just the best advice. And um, if anybody wants to know who he is, definitely share because he's just such a yes, great person. Yes, yes, He is such a great person. And um, I am just truly so grateful for the support he has given me. And he said, you know what? I actually think it makes you look like a stronger human. It, it, it shows that you are human and you, you have more to you than just musical theater. Um, and I'm not going to allow this disease to label me. I am not labeled by Lyme's disease. I'm Megan Nicole Ross. I'm not Megan Lyme Ross. You know what I mean? Totally. This disease will not own me. I will own it. Absolutely. Which is why two days ago, um, I got asked to send in a video submission and I did it. I haven't sung since December. Yeah, and you just sing. casually sang for a second. It sounded beautifully earlier. So, I mean, yeah, okay. I, I know how good that audition was. You doubt it. But I, like from that, what's it? You're like, ah! I'm like, oh, okay, she's got it. She's good. I'm like, okay, it's my soprano. Can I still hit my C's? Like what's happening? But um, I did it. And you know what? My mom, like I said, my mom is my best friend in the entire world. She filmed my submission. She read the sides with me. She also has coached me a lot through um, the years so she's there and stuff when she was younger yeah so I'm very very lucky for that um and she encouraged me she's like you sound great like you can do this you and to have that support is like I know that a lot of you know people don't get that from their parents and I don't even look at my mother as a parent I look at her as like a support system as a friend as an encourager a mentor I look at her as a mentor because she has encouraged me through all of this you know, especially with UDI, I was starting to feel so sick and she knew how much that show meant to me, how hard I worked to get in, you know, to work um, for such an amazing theater and to understudy Belle. You know, I've done the show three times, but to do it that third time, you know, I had to do it. And well, she- Belle is such a great role for you. It's such a good role for you. Oh my God. <laughs> That's my favorite. I could play Belle for the rest of my life and 
be so happy. You know, be so happy. It's actually fun, a little funny, uh, fun fact, side fact. Um, the movie was released on my actual birthday, year, day, everything. So Belle is just, it's my life. I did not know that. Yes. So it's a very freaky thing. Um, it's, it's just always meant so much to me. I even want to name my future kid Belle. <gasps> um, yeah, um, I, I have a friend who has a dog named Bella. Yes. <laughs> like, um, like as a middle name or something. I don't know yet. Oh, but, I love that. Yeah. It's a good name. That's a good name. Yeah. Oh my God. And we already know uh, your future kid, male or female, will be wearing the yellow dress. <laughs> <laughs> yes, male. I can be like, doesn't matter it's anymore. It doesn't matter anymore. Ew. <laughs> I know. I guess that's true. It really doesn't matter. But um, yeah, I'm obsessed. I'm I'm obsessed with the role. It means so much to me. And that show really taught me like how to push through. I mean, because even during the rehearsal process, I noticed that my body like wasn't the same. We had to do like these jump splits, and I was like, "Ooh, my hips feel a little weird." Um, I just noticed my body started to like slowly slow down. Yeah, because your antibodies that fight off whatever's going on were on high alert. That's that's where all your energy was going. They yes. didn't have time for leaps. And I was You're like, why? This tired. is tired. Right I was having fevers, chills. Like I was tired. And when I tell you, between be our guest, like uh, during be our guest, like for the parts that I didn't have to be on stage, I was laying on the floor. I I had cold rags because I'm like such a fighter, and I'm like I am going to get through this show. And that's who I am. Like, I, maybe that's why I got so run down because I'm just like, I'm going to go until I'm like in the ground. That's just my personality. Like, I will not give up. So for me, like anybody who knows me, for me to have to call out for my last week, no, it was not good because I wouldn't, I've never called out a show in all my years of performing ever. I know. I, yeah, I remember one time I sprained, strained and bruised bones in one foot. And uh, it's, I was very badly injured. I was not yeah. a physical therapist. This story is my like why story for becoming a physical therapist. Oh, and wow. I remember another girl talking to me about how she sprained her ankle multiple times, you know, and she was able to keep going after a few days, you know, and yeah. learned about sprained ankle and sprained ankles and the idiocracy of that thought process of hers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going, I'm so glad I did not listen to her. Yeah, <laughs> goodness. You said you had multiple sprained sprained ankles, right? Yeah. You're going to keep yeah. spraining it. I'm not going to listen to you. <laughs> oh man. Oh my but, gosh. Yeah. Oy, oy, oy. So I, I think that's, I, I think you have had a really awful thing happen to you, but similar to Selma Blair, where she's sharing her story now, similar to Michael J. Fox, where he shared his story, people still right. kept offering them stuff. I just saw yeah. her in a, in a movie. I was like, Oh my God, Selma. Yeah. Like what yes. the hell? She was the mother of yes. someone um, in after. Yes. yes. Did you see yes. that? I was like, I didn't, but I know that. She, yeah. I didn't I, watch it. I, I mean, just yes. because it's, I, I was like, oh, because you know, now she's taken certain medications to keep herself right. still to be able to function. It was just right. really powerful. I was like, right. wow. Mm -hmm. And I just appreciate her so much more, but her doors have not stopped opening. And like you said, you're so many shades and, and I really do see it as a thing that, in, in a fortunate way, because you're the one dealing with the disease, it can even yeah. help bring, bring you a following to help you continue to work. Right. Mm -hmm. right. And I feel like it almost has stripped me down to like my core. And maybe I struggled with that as an actor to like really digging deep. I, I remember in my coachings, I really struggled with digging, you know, really to the core, like being as truthful as I can in my work. And I think 
if anything stripped me to this, it was this disease. It really pushed me to like, like here I am, like this is me, this is who I am. Um, you know, it, it really took a lot to get to that, but I think that it's really going to help with my work. I think it's really going to help um, me as an actor. It's making me more of a well-rounded person, good or bad. Good or bad really helps, you know, you become your full version of, of yourself. Of everything um, that you are on the stage. Yes. And also in person with people, individuals, understanding, being able to be more empathetic. Yes, 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 exactly that. And maybe that's what performers are missing and what I'm not seeing in castmates. I'm just seeing like, oh, I do musical theater. Like, I'm so good. Like, ha ha. You know what I mean? (laughs) We're missing that, like, that depth. We're missing that, those friendships. And I have a few of them. I have a few girls that I just love so dearly and I am so grateful for their friendships and their support and, and they were with me by my side and I treasure those friendships. But I think that I just don't see it that much. I don't see it that much anymore. It's just this, um, it's just this like fake energy, I guess the best way I can put it. It is. I mean, it's put on and it's not put on to be like, Oh, I'm putting it on. We just have this overall, there's this culture to always be on, to always yes. be positive, to always be happy. And yes. it's okay to not always be on. Yes. Human. Life is a whole roller coaster right. of emotions right. and, and experiences. So if you're just like, right. Oh, I just feeling like you'd be a little quiet right now. That's not anything personal for right. against anyone. That's just cool. Do you feel like hanging out with someone who wants to be a little chill? Or do you want to be like, blah, want to be blah, yeah. go find someone else? I mean, we all have our, our journey. Right. And it's, right. I wouldn't even say it, it's a day. It's not a bad day. That's just, right. you're not always on yourself. You know? so, yeah. Yes. Yeah. We know. Yeah. I, t- I tend to yeah. just hide in my room. I love yes. my quiet time. That's what I would do if I was on a contract. I would go back to my room, turn on The Bachelor or watch an episode of something. <laughs> bachelorette something like that and just and I feel like I do that a lot on contracts that kind of maybe it's my fault because I kind of put myself in that box and I separate myself a little bit just because I need that space I need that um just that alone time like that's just who I am and everybody's different it's okay but I don't think we should be judged for it I think that you know I definitely was made fun of a lot because they would go out and drink and I you know I couldn't you know, go in and sing another Sufi's Another Hall the next day for two shows and, and drink alcohol and thank before. You know what I mean? Like, I needed, that's just who I am. And I don't think we should judge anybody for that. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like there's so much of that. There's so much judgment. There's so much um, putting other people down and, and bullying and making fun of people. And um, I'm not going to choose that. I don't judge them for drinking. You know what I mean? So, right, right, right. Exactly. Like, we could give two shits. <laughs> yeah. So it should be, it should definitely be, um, equal. And I don't know, I don't know. I don't know if we'll ever see that in, um, in contracts. Or hopefully, in, you know, hopefully, casting. you know, someday it, it's, it really, it's comes from the top and it has to be, you know, brought down, you know, just kind of how yeah. we're dealing with a lot of right. diversity and, and constantly de- defining that it's a similar idea where, you know, us, it's our jobs who've been around to pass it on as we, you know, and whoever yes. catches how we and and connects with how we are doing it they, they right that's it that's right. all it's it's not much in our control so much but hopefully over time right. 
yeah we'll see that evolve a little more i mean i would love to I, i'm getting older now but i've you know for the however many years i had left in my performance journey i i really hope that i make some more connections and make some more connections with friends and, and build those friendships i mean there's a girl that i have connected with so much i will want her to be in my bridal party i mean i'm meeting having those friendships and those people um it's truly so special it really is i love that Yay! Thank you so Yay. much for coming on, oh gosh, Megan. You are a joy. It's so good to have these kind of real conversations. I really think that people who listen all the way through the end, you're you're gonna you'll be nodding your head, going, "You just got a lot out of this," <laughs> and just knowing you're not alone for anything that you can relate with, and and anything that you disagree with, and, and look at it as an opportunity for a listening opportunity for going, huh. I heard something new, a different mindset, and that's okay. Do I di agree or disagree? There's no wrong answer. It's your own journey. Thank you so much, you guys, for listening. Take care. Bye.